0: Welcome to the Kanakuk Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Welcome to the Kanakuk Institute podcast. This is Keith Chansey coming to you live from Branson, Missouri. We are so excited today to share with you some things about marriage. Karen and I are in the podcast room today, and we're going to talk a little bit about how resolving conflict goes. You know, sweetie, We've been doing this a long time, you and I. We've been married. We're just some old folks getting older all the time. But I tell you what, we've along the way, we we've, we've come through some difficult times, some great times. But there's been some mountains we've had to climb, and one of those mountains we've climbed has been the area of conflict resolution. Oh, you know, sweetie, kind of you know, besides just telling me to shut up and do what I tell you, you know, what are some <laughs> things you tell us as helpful hints? You know, if we're out there and there's a couple. What would you say are some things they could do to kind of help themselves?
1: Well, I wish we'd known this early on in our marriage. (laughs) I am convinced you're married for a lifetime because it takes a lifetime to figure it out. But let's speak from maybe where we are today. Sure. Uh, I'd like to just encourage everybody in conflict, not to stuff it, not to continue Mm. to stuff it because that leads to disaster. You know, you're going to blow up and things are terrible. Karen, talk about that because
0: I like what you just said. (laughs) You're going to blow up, don't stuff it. What does that look like? Because I think a lot of people just assume that being quiet is a good way to do that, you know? But, But you learned early. I remember one day you just said, hey, I'm not shutting it anymore. I'm going to speak out and I'm going to tell you what I feel. And you kind of just stepped up to the batter's box. I didn't know, but you just kind of said, hey, stop this. So what does that look like?
1: Well, I will say growing up, I did not see this modeled well. We, we were stuffers and exploders. And so I brought that, I drug that, unfortunately, I'm sorry, into our marriage. You were the opposite. You were Big mouth. direct and loud and um, <laughs> going to deal with it. But I really feel like I want to tell everyone if you could have a place or a time in your marriage where you can say, hey, I need a safe place with you, with your spouse, to be able to share my feelings. Usually, it's not in the heat of a moment. Mm. So if we're having a big argument, we need a timeout. And I need to get my emotions under control. You need to get your emotions under control. And we need to come together and be able to say, hey, this hurt my feelings, and I don't know why. Or maybe it was intentional. Mm. (laughs) But can we talk about it? But I think you also have to be aware of what your emotions are and what yeah. you are feeling and be able to communicate that well.
0: You know, Shug, you really did that well because I remember, you know, I grew up where you just said whatever in my home and you grew up not saying anything in your home. <laughs> and so when you bring those two together, that was like dynamite. And and we had to really work through that. I, I remember, you know, just us, you know, processing through, you know, uh, learning how to take the first step because... I didn't like that when you came to me, you said, hey, sweetie, we need to talk about it. (laughs) Immediately, that just clammed me up. I mean, I'm like, oh, dude, what have I done wrong for the 400th time? What have I done wrong? So even that just was uncomfortable for me because it meant that we've got problems. And so, you know, watching you just kind of, you know, say, hey, sweetie, I just want to talk about some things, how we've been doing, you know, personally as as a married couple, we're in our fifth year or whatever. And you would just kind of really so genuinely make me feel diffused. So, you know, I, I love that you diffused me. You, you, uh, you took the first step. And then secondly, we'd ask God for wisdom. You know, we pray, God, give us wisdom as to what we should do. How should we do this? And, and what, you know, uh, and and asking God to really lead us in, in, in what we're emotionally feeling, because those emotionally feelings were sometimes a disaster or a train wreck. And, uh, that was horrible sometimes, but then, you know, uh, I know what you just said was so good for me to hear is that owning our parts, you know, because when you walked into it and you thought you were, the other one was the problem, I remember that never went well. You never went, sweetie, that was so good. I'm glad you brought that out to me that I've done all these things wrong. But, you know, you just really helped me to go, hey. Sweetie, I'm sorry that I've done this. And 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 we would talk about what we had done. And that was really awesome. What do you think about that?
1: I think it's important to have a calm, non-defensive yeah. conversation. Yeah. And like I said, it can't happen in the heat of the moment. Sometimes mm-hmm. it might have to be the next morning. Or we both look at each other and say, let's continue this tomorrow after we've slept, yeah. after we've gone to the Lord. Um, but to know that I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I am... I am your cheerleader, I'm your yeah. on your team. And if your feelings are hurt or you're feeling that I haven't respected you, yeah. I want to know that. Yeah. Because that's not my intention. And mm. I, and then in the same way, I want you to sift through maybe what I've done and yeah. know I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. And even though you're not feeling like I was your fan, what is the underlying reason mm. there? But to be able insecurity. to insecurity really Yeah, really, but but to be able to just talk calmly together and Mm. trust each other and Mm. feel like we're safe to share our feelings or our emotions for women, even if they're completely irrational. Mm. (laughs) And that happens. Well, um, you know, sweetie, that was so
0: good that you said that. You know, just the whole idea of asking God for wisdom, then thinking it through, thinking before you speak, you know, I love that James passage, but let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And that you thought it through. You made sure that your words were lining up, not defensively or hurtfully, but saying, you know, I want what's best in this relationship for us to come to a reconciling moment. Mm-hmm. And I love that we began to do that together and that each one of us would own our own part that, you know, sorry, I'm I'm sorry that I made you escalate, you know, that I pushed you, that I began to identify things that made you, you know, that hurt you and, and say it in such a way that I didn't. Say it well, Mm -hmm. you know. um,
1: I think, too, each spouse having an understanding of the other. mm. So for me, I was concerned with I'm a young mom, stay-at-home mom. I'm exhausted. Yeah. You know, you come home from work, and I'm like, here's the kids. But so for you to understand my world, but then my job is to understand your world, where you've been at work all day with lots of stresses, lots of counseling situations, And maybe the last thing you need is for me to throw the kids on you when you get home. But I think early on, we kind of did this dance because, you know, you were thinking about your feelings. I was thinking about my feelings, but really coming together and be able to share that and understanding your emotions as well as my emotions.
0: I think something you did phenomenally well is that you would, you did say, here are the kids And, and, (laughs) and I needed that because coming home, I'm going, I have had a stressful day. I need to go run. And when you'd hang me the kids, I'd put them right in the little running <laughs> <Baby> jogger. <laughs> yeah. The baby jogger. And here would be, at first it was Callie and she would go with me. And we did miles, hundreds of miles, you know, where we would run and come back and, and, and being gone an hour, an uh, hour and a half, you were happy to see us coming back, you know, and, and that was, kind of, and I went, thank you for Helping me to do that with Callie and we would stop at the park. And then when Cameron was born, same thing, you know, go to the park, uh, run my little distance, then go to the park and, and enjoy those times together. And at the same time, giving you time because you hadn't had anybody to go, you know, to lunch <laughs> with or anything. All you had was kids, you know, that, uh, at that moment really weren't even speaking. And so you're just exhausted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you did a great job of really teaching me that and and you did it. Uh, I think that's a point that is really good for everybody to understand. You spoke to me tactfully. You know, you weren't pushing me. You were my cheerleader. You created a a place of safety. Uh, you you were a truth teller. You know, I am exhausted. You know, I need you to help me. And and in that, it it wasn't making me defensive. But you'd say, "How was your day?" You know, and, and, mm-hmm. and asking me certain things. So those were great things that you were doing, helping me to become better at that.
1: I just think it's important that we both understand each other. And when those conflicts come, you know, if we stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff, you know, first Corinthians thirteen, do not take into account a wrong mm-hmm. suffered. And I'm thankful that early on we did that. We yeah. gave it to the Lord or yeah. we went to each other with yeah. the with that so that we didn't have to bring up an account of all the wrong suffered. Mm.
0: Well, and you know, something I remember, you know, us doing is that one day I remember coming into the house and uh, I'd probably been late, you know, 400 times and you were probably to the <laughs> end of your wits of, of what is wrong with my husband. But what you did is you just had a vase out on the table and lunch, our dinner was sitting there and all the flowers were wilted. And I went, oh boy. Uh, I had no idea other than you're just a bad selector of flowers um, of what was about to go on. And then will you pick us up with what you said and how you said it and how you just defused me? And that whole issue of defusing was incredibly uh, a gift to me.
1: Sure. So I probably learned the wrong way of being frustrated. And when you came in the door, I would maybe explode with some frustration. So I thought, you know, I'm going to try a different tactic. So... I did word pictures, and this this particular one, you had been late a number of times, and as a newlywed, I think I am spending all day preparing these wonderful meals for you to come yeah. home to, yeah. and you were always late, and so I would frantically try to keep the meal from falling apart or getting dry or whatever. So anyway, my word picture was this, so see these flowers, they're dead, but... If I wanted to have a beautiful bouquet, I would think about it. I would choose which flowers were going to be beautiful. I'd get all the right colors and I'd put them in the vase. And if they started to wilt, I'd put in plant food or I'd put in new, f- new water. I'd cut off the bottoms and all of those things because I want them to be perfect for you. You would fluff them up. Shane. I would fluff them because I'm I'm trying to make something perfect for yep. you. And so I compare that to what I do for dinners. You know, I spend Sundays meal planning. I spend days at the grocery store and meal prepping and all of this time that goes into it because I want you to come home to a really yep. great meal. And I felt like when you were gone and weren't home at dinner time that it was just maybe you didn't understand what went into my mentality to do that at all but i felt like my dinner was wilted yep. just like those flowers so and
0: you did such a good by job by giving him
1: you yeah, the flower yeah. illustration it took you all of the,
0: those flowers up the... to make them look
1: really crummy took, to make uh, me yes, understand how crummy i should but feel. i tried to take the focus off of Us in conflict and give you a picture of kind of how I By the way,
0: it was brilliant because, (laughs) uh, you know, they always say a, a picture is worth a thousand words. And those thousand words were so good for me because I went, wow, I didn't know I made you feel that way. And so what you did is you helped me understand a problem that I had created. And then it caused us to have to think through how could I have made those flowers look better and watering them and and trimming them would have been a better way to do that other than Actually, what I was no. doing. Actually, no.
1: Coming on, home on time. Yeah, that would perfect. have been
0: great. <laughs> and, and you know what? And to me, I remember, I remember justifying that. Yeah. I remember telling you, you don't understand. These people needed me, blah, blah, blah. And I just justified and you were like so mad at me <laughs> because I was justifying everybody else in the world needs me ex- and, except for you. Yeah. And 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 I was not putting the proper, you Emphasis. know, just yeah, yeah, I wasn't making you feel valued. Mm. And mm-hmm. when you don't put value on something, they feel not valued. Right. And I knew that you didn't. Mm. I just didn't know how to say it. And it's interesting that, you know, at that time, because of all my insecurities and all the pains that I had, I felt so good at work and when I come home, you were the object that wasn't making me feel valued, and that was my bad, not yours. And it was me not listening. And when you did that and you made me feel valued and your picture word pictures, it was phenomenal to me.
1: I think I've heard of some couples that have done some great things that I want to encourage you all with. Wish we had done this yeah. early on in our marriage, but they take Sunday night and there's no conflict. They just go, okay, how was our week? This is our hour to just... Go through how was our week? How did you feel? How did I feel? How can we come together as a couple better? And I think if, if you got in the habit of doing that, you could share your feelings without, again, the heat of the moment, you, in a calm, understanding way, and kind of be like, you know what, I'm good, but, you know, maybe we could work on this, or maybe we could work on that. I think that would be amazing.
0: I think that would have been huge. Because, you know, you and I, we both came from insecurities, You know, your dad and mom caused you to have insecurities. My mom, not having a dad, I had insecurities. And so when you brought us two insecure people together, it created a train wreck. And we needed to understand who we really were in Christ. And uh, that takes time, maturity, uh, growing in your faith. And so, you know, that's where I love what we did a lot of, is that you spent a lot of time finding out who you were in Christ, reading the word of God, studying the word of God, praying, praying. And you're also involved in women's ministries and things that helped you to grow. And that was really awesome that you didn't just allow just our home to be the only thing, but you were always discipling others and and teaching others. And so that was really good for what you did. And so, you know, it's neat that over time we overcame these issues (laughs) and we're still overcoming these issues because, but it really is, I think it's putting value on someone else. So, you know, Karen, as we just wrap up, you know, there's a couple of things, you know, number one, you want to take a first step. Two, you want to ask God for wisdom. Three, you want to begin with owning your part, that you know that you've you've made some mistakes. And you want to listen to the other person's perspective. You know, what are they feeling? Like you said, what can we do better? And then fifthly, uh, we want to speak the truth tactfully, that we think of the other one, how they're feeling emotionally and and really trying to help this become a resolution and not something that becomes a ongoing problem. And then uh, also we want to, uh, work on the problem at what it was and not go out on tangents on chasing rabbits. And also we want to make sure that we focus on reconciling and we love the other one to the nth degree.
1: Mm-hmm. And my last comment is going to be, we our flesh wants to win. Uh, we want to win, but if we can compromise to where we both win yeah. in, in a situation or we, we stop and we step back and we go, what's best here.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, sweetie, thank you so much for being such a great wife to me, loving me through those things. And if there's any of you out there that are struggling in your marriage today, you know, just look back and say, how can we do this? How can I, you know, take the first step? I don't want to be a stuffer. I want to really live healthy. I want to live fruitful. I want our marriage to be a great one. And that you begin to ask God for wisdom of what to say and how to say it. And, And owning your part, you know, I, Karen, what you did so well is you would just come and say, "I know I'm not the best," and you would say, "I need just I I want to be your cheerleader. I want to work through this." And you did such a great job of that, and that opened me up. and And then we begin, and I begin to hear your way you came through this, and and we begin to speak tactfully, not crushing each other. And uh, I'm just thankful that we we resolved a lot of problems over the last 38 years, <laughs> and uh, we are sitting here today as a couple that is greatly in love with one another. And thankful for what God has done. I hope it didn't take y'all 38 years to figure it out. But you know what? I'm (laughs) thankful (laughs) that it takes time and, and that you can do it. So guys, if you're out there, man, I really appreciate you guys. And know that the nth degree is reconciling those things that have caused major issues in your life. Because we have a God that reconciled with us. So always think, if God can reconcile with us, we need to reconcile with others. Hey, thank you guys for joining us. We sure love you and appreciate you. Have the best day ever. God bless.